It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Hope you're having a blessed weekend. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. Remember, for more information on the show, you can always like us and reach out to us and follow us on our Facebook page. We're at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app like Podcast One and subscribe and follow Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air. We begin this morning with Kate Doty. Kate spent 15 years of her career with the New York Times as their wedding writer. She's here this morning to talk about her new book, Mergers and Acquisitions, or Everything I Know About Love I Learned on the Wedding Pages. Hey, Kate, how are you? Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you? Good. Welcome to Sunday Morning Magazine. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right. Tell us about your role with the New York Times, and how did you get that job? Um, I, to this day, I swear, I think they hired me because I could start the next day. Um, no, I, <laughs> uh, at college, I was in Washington and, um, needed a job, was sleeping on my best friend's couch. And the dean of the journalism school that I went to, UNC, emailed me and said that, uh, through the alumni listserv, they had, uh, she had heard of this job posting and they just needed somebody to answer the phones in the Washington bureau and they needed someone, like, in three days. And so I bought a pair of black pants for, with money that I borrowed from my mother, um, <laughs> went and interviewed, and they said, great, come on. All right. And so that's how I got in. I mean, so, but then I started writing the wedding announcements when I moved to New York, when I decided to move to New York. And that was also uh, just a question of good timing more than anything. So it's very prestigious to get your wedding announcement placed in the New York Times. Give us some examples of some of the wildest things couples have done to get their announcements listed in the paper. Mm. <laughs> there was a lot of, um, you know, flower sending. Um, there was a lot of, <laughs> I remember one case, the, the weddings, um, the secretary told me that they had gotten a big box of cupcakes or something that said, you know, sweets for the sweet, you know, please include our announcement. That's that kind of thing. Um, but mostly it was a lot of string pulling and a lot of calling and a lot of um, a lot of uh, um, uh, elbow nudging at parties saying, hey, you know, my daughter's getting married in a little bit of time. Often it wasn't just the brides and grooms that were trying to get their the announcement. It was their parents. Mm-hmm. This is a big deal to the parents, too. I mean, quite often um, I remember having brides and grooms who didn't even know that their announcements had been submitted. Their, uh, the mother of the bride was the person who had said, nope, this is going to happen. <laughs> So, um, you know, no, no one, to my knowledge, ever showed up at the Times door and banged down the door and refused to leave until, you know, <laughs> they were assured that their announcement was going to get in the paper. But it was a really big deal. Um, you know, people would call the weddings editor over and over insistently and um, uh, pull strings, you know, if they had connections to the publisher or if they had connections to the executive editor. So it was that kind of thing. Okay. So help us to understand, why is this so important for couples? Why is this so coveted for couples to get their listing their announcement listed in the New York Times social page. Why is that so important in the grand scheme of life? Oh, that's a really good question. So the book, you know, the name of the book is Mergers and Acquisitions. And, um, you know, as we all know, uh, marriage is in some way, shape or form an economic proposition. And the wedding pages used to, and still do to a certain extent, signal mergers of family. You know, mm. like, and it's not just Rockefellers marrying Bloomberg's or, you know, big name X marrying big name Y. 
it um, it sort of it sort of a, uh, helps still a, a cement your social status in a certain echelon of society. And also immediately, unless you are have already ranked in Google for something, it immediately becomes the first thing um, about you that that comes to the top when you're Googled. Hmm, I mean, frankly, that. until um, I wrote this book, I mean, the first thing that came up on Google about me was my wedding announcement. So it establishes you as someone who, you know, capital M matters in society. Um, and also, it's always kind of fun to get your name in the newspaper. And this newspaper just happens to be the New York Times. And so it's a combination, I think, of, of being so excited about being, you know, you're enmeshed in romantic love, you're, you're getting married, you're making this huge leap into the unknown, into the, you know, the, the alleged bliss of marriage. And you also, you know, as the cherry on top, get to have your name in the paper of record. And that's, that's a pretty cool combination. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information about the show can be found on our Facebook page. Like us, visit, and follow us at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. This morning, we're speaking to former New York Times wedding writer Kate Doty. She is the author of the new book, Mergers and Acquisitions. Now, this book is a memoir. Explain why you decided to write this particular book. Well, you know, it's a funny thing. So when I first started writing the wedding announcements, um, I did it for several se- uh, seasons. Um, the wedding season, you know, at that point ran from about like late March to late October. As soon as I started interviewing these couples for their wedding announcements, I started thinking, this is a book. I don't know how, but this is a book <laughs> somehow, you know. And But that was, of course, 15, uh, 15 plus years ago. And a friend of mine kept saying, too, you know, this is a book, this is a book. And so when I started thinking about, you know, a decade later, when I started thinking about how this actually could be a book, I started thinking about how it just sort of um, dovetailed into the story of how I met and eventually married my now husband. You know, we've been together, we've been married 11 years together, much longer than that. And, you know, it's definitely a story of being in your 20s and figuring out why people commit, why you want to commit, do you want to commit, because that's no small thing. Those are those are really challenging things to figure out. And I think many people in their 20s and early 30s tend to, those are some of the big questions that we face, you know, if, we, if this is something we want to do, if we want to partner up, you know, seemingly for life, okay. or for the long haul at least. Um, and so it became a memoir because I just couldn't think of a way to write the write about writing the wedding announcements without showing what a huge lasting effect it had on my own life, which is really talking uh, to these brides and grooms every week really helped me figure out why commitment or why committing to this person was the right thing for me to do. Okay. So earlier you talked about the significance of the title, but I want to talk about the artwork on the cover of the book as well, because you have this couple <laughs> there, they have this, this cake topper and they have cake on their face. Tell us about the significance uh-huh. there. I like that. <laughs> um, I owe a, an enormous debt to the, the book designer at Penguin Random House who came up with that genius idea. I remember opening it and seeing it you know, on my laptop and going, oh my gosh, that, that's that's exactly it. I mean, you know, one of the things that, that this book explores is the foibles of, of weddings, you know, sort of the, the silly rituals that we subject ourselves to, um, which don't feel silly at the time. You know, you get, uh, you know, and I've been through this, you, you get wrapped up about place cards and, and place settings and wedding favors and all of this stuff. And of course, many years after the fact, like, it's wonderful that we had a beautiful wedding, but none of that stuff really means a thing. You know, the thing that, that the meaningful thing is, is the marriage that we live, you know, that we're living and that we work on, 
you know. And part of it, too, is, you know, I'm sorry to say that many of these couples that I wrote about um, did not make it for the really long haul. I mean, there's a story at the end of the book, for example, about this woman who the day after she got married, she called me from the Caribbean island where the, uh, her wedding had been held. And she asked if we could remove her wedding announcement from the, the, the Times' website. And I said, uh, no, we can't. But why? And she had found out that her husband had been cheating on her the entire time with one of her bridesmaids. Mm. Wow. And which is, you know, horror, you know, horrifying in any way, shape or form. And it just made me furious because you, you get involved, you get sort of invested in these, these people's lives. I mean, it's a job to write their stories, but you're interviewing them at very vulnerable times in their lives. And, and it's great to think that this wedding announcement that you're writing holds a, is a tiny part of their history together, you know, as a couple and as a family. And I got so angry <laughs> with this guy, but at any rate, um, I don't think the frosting is necessarily meant to be egg on the face necessarily, but it's certainly meant to show the maybe the darker, sillier, more unfortunate side of the of weddings and the wedding industry and marriage in general. And again, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking to former New York Times wedding writer Kay Doty. The title of the book is Mergers and Acquisitions. Now, writing the wedding section for the New York Times for over 15 years, what insight did that give you into love, marriage, and relationships? Oh, golly. Well, I mean, frankly, I when I was writing these wedding announcements, um, that was at the beginning stages of my relationship with my husband. And I really used this time to talk to, uh, to these couples um, about their marriage. I mean, I, it, I, it's not like I was saying point blank, so why are you marrying this person? But I would say, well, I would ask questions like, well, tell me a little bit about them, you know? And some brides and grooms would just shut down. They didn't want to talk at all. And that, to me, meant they were just super stressed out or they just, I don't know, it it meant a lot of things to me. But the people who really opened up about their spouses, I loved, or their future spouses, I loved hearing that. I loved really understanding what was going to, what are the things that were going to make this marriage really tick, you know? Um, And so when it came to uh, marrying my own husband or or deciding, you you know, we decided together to get married, that really helped me. You know, I I sort of started thinking back to my own brides and grooms. And, you know, in particular, I wrote a, I wrote the wedding announcement for Sheryl Sandberg, who's the CEO of Facebook and her now late husband, Dave, who I think, you know, many of us read about, he died in this horrible, tragic accident in Mexico when they were on vacation. But I interviewed both of them for the wedding announcement. And I just remember how they just glowed with love for each other through the phone. And, Later on, that love and partnership really played out in a very public way, but I had had a very brief but intimate glimpse of it, and that sort of, it sort of helped build the case for commitment and marriage for me, if that makes sense. All right. So I know you're running out of time. Very quickly, I want you to give us some predictions on the changes we might see foresee in the wedding industry due to the pandemic. What are you seeing? Well, I'm hopeful that the wedding industry is going to come back hardcore because, you know, these are so many uh, small businesses that support families, you know, their their livelihoods, especially women. I really want that industry to come back. But I also think that we're going to just see um, a really gradual um, increase in small weddings. I think people are going to um, maybe re-embrace the smaller wedding I mean, so many of us have witnessed or attended weddings this year via YouTube, you know, like the, the events that streamed on YouTube and the two people and the priest or the rabbi or, or whatever um, are in the room. And then you've got 100 people watching it via a private link on YouTube. I don't think we're going to continue to see that happen, but I think we will see a lot of just 
um, true intimate affairs, and maybe we'll be moving away from these 500-plus guest lists and, you know, a quarter of a million dollar catering bills at the end of the night. <laughs> Although, you know, who's to say? We might go back Roaring Twenty style, and it, it might be bigger and, and crazier than ever. We'll have to set to see. All right. So the title of the book is Mergers and Acquisitions. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, Kate, if they would like to find out more about the book, how can they do so? They can visit my website at katedody.com. That's Kate with a C. And you can pick up Mergers and Acquisitions at any of your very favorite local indie booksellers and also the big A Amazon and any bookseller across the country. And also your library. Check out the library. All right. Good advice. Good advice. Thank you so much, Kate. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.